What is up, M3 family, and welcome to part three of our bonus episode of Motherhood and Mental Health. This is a four-part series in which I spoke with four beautiful mothers who were willing to take us on a journey of what it's like being a mother dealing with a mental illness. If you are interested in seeing the video version, please head over to our YouTube channel at My Mental Medication. Today, we will be getting to know Vivian. Let's jump right in. So for the audience, tell us about yourself, a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. So my name is Vivian. Hi, and I am a 34-year-old, soon-to-be 35-year-old mother. I am a vegan, a vegan home cook. I'm a mother, a pole dancer, a wannabe yogi, and an eclectic witch. (laughs) They're going to listen to this and be like, what? (laughs) And no, I don't eat grass, people. (laughs) Um, Okay. And then um, you suffer from depression, correct? Yes. Okay. Majorly. So... My next question for you is, um, we all know how hard it is to raise a child. Like no matter, even if people like myself who don't have kids, we know how hard it is to raise a child on any other, like normal day, just a regular day. So tell me, how is it for you on a bad mental health day? Okay. So on a bad mental health day, I really, I communicate with my daughter. She's six. So I communicate with her. So if I'm having a bad day, I'll tell her, okay, today's not a good day for mommy, but I don't like just, you know, throw it to the wolf, so to say, but I'll do simpler things. Okay. Today, normally I get up and I'm going to make you eggs and whatever for breakfast, but today I'll make you oatmeal toast and we'll, you'll have your, uh, you know, a glass of milk for lunch. We'll do peanut butter and we'll do bananas for dinner. I always, when I overmake, like when I make too much meals, uh, too much food, I mean, I, freeze the sauce or whatever it is and I so on those days I defrost that and I'll let her do that and on those days I really don't focus on cleaning so if anything doesn't get done it'd be like washing the dishes at the end of the day like those are just be where they're all where they are at and I don't you know try to make like I have to do this I have to do that on my normal day yes but on a really, really bad day, I'm like, okay, if the laundry doesn't get done, if I didn't mop the floors the night that night, I just don't focus on that because it would make me even more, you know, anxious than I already am. So right. I tend not to do those. Right. So that answers my question about are there any things that don't end up getting done? Because uh, you just answered that. Like. <laughs> So yeah, I, I I definitely can relate. I understand how hard that can be. Yeah. Just especially like for you owning, you know, your own business, um, cooking around right. the clock, not just for your family, but for others. Yeah. So um, yeah, I know that can be very tiring, especially on a, a bad mental health day. And it's just like you don't want to do nothing, you don't even want to get out of bed. Yeah. Um, no. let alone, you know doing all that extra stuff right okay so my next question is do you have any extra support um yeah do you have any extra support um my best friend is great support Uh, (laughs) but um my fiance is a great support and her family is a great they like they're really really like they're 
such a great support, but it also feels bad because it's like, I lean a lot on them on those days. So sometimes it feels like that's another part of the depression that kicks in. And it's like, damn, like, am I doing, am I relying too much on them? And they always tell me it's okay. It's fine. It's not a problem, Mm. but you know, it always, it's always this guilty thing still like, but they're great. They're great. Shout out to Ace. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's great. They and, said God protects children and fools. Trust me. my dad told me before. <laughs> well, you definitely was a fool, but he definitely protected you and Makaya because yeah, we Man. won't get to why. I think it was up there. <laughs> we need a miracle. No, yeah, legit. He, yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> legit. But that's good that you you have a, a support system and me as your best friend. Like I, I already know Ace and some of her family, two people right. in her family. <laughs> you know? um, oh, yeah. Because my yeah. brother in law is a great uncle. He, yeah, they're, they're yeah. really, really Shout good out to Derek because he, 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 he's great. Like every Father's Day off tops, he gets some, he is. Deep, yeah, deep. He, he's, he has such a good heart. So yeah, he he, he's all about, well, they're all about family. And I, that's one thing that I absolutely adore about them. Because um, what I said earlier in, um, in another interview is like, that's such a blessing because not too many African-American or black, whichever you prefer to say, families stick together. They really don't like they feud, they fight, they Mm -hmm. don't talk to each other for years. And it's like, it's very rare that they stick together. And I think that is so beautiful that um, you and Ace have that because it's like, it, it, yeah, like, you know, like it's different. It's, it's so different. And if I'm honest about it, like, um, and this is one of the things I want us going to talk about too. It was so different coming into a, coming from a family that's <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Okay. Cause I know everything. So just say what you want to say. <laughs> coming from a family who, who would put dysfunctional to shame and then coming into a family like this, like practice. I saw I for you guys that don't know, I raised my siblings and I didn't have any support. So when one of the things that I will say if I struggled with, you know, is realizing like that she was there to support me because I was always, I don't need anybody. I've got this and I'm not, you know, I don't need you. And learning how to co-parent with that, it was it was a huge learning curve because mm-hmm. when I was raising my son I didn't have that you know it was just me and them okay it was the point like when I'm going to work y'all don't open this door if Jesus comes you're gonna mix the second coming he better have a <laughs> password y'all cannot let me no, you do not going anywhere so learning to share that that load with somebody was very different and then just seeing how much love and support her family gives her and gives you know, gets my Kylie, it was just so different. Like, like you said, many African-American families don't have that. Many Black families just do not have that. We're always fighting. The bickering is so much um, substance abuse and undiagnosed mental health. And, you know, mm-hmm. nobody talks That's about these things, sexual abuse and all of these things that go on that the families are just ripped apart. And coming to her family was like a breath of fresh air, but it was different. And I will not lie and sit here and tell you guys it wasn't an adjustment because it was oh, a major no, yeah. adjustment coming 
to just love was different. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling that I'm going to be able to relate to that in the future. Because <laughs> yes, I mean, you as my best friend, you already know like my story. Yeah. And that's I- one thing that, you know, people always said about me is like, do you even have family? Like, you know, I talk about, you know, my brother and sisters all the time, but when they realize the true story behind all that, they're like, wait, 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 what? Do you? Okay. So other than, you know, your mama, your daddy and your sisters, you, 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 I'll be like, uh, yeah, I mean, they out there somewhere. They, they there. <laughs> they, they over that way. <laughs> they there. I got them on Facebook. Like, yeah, I don't know talk. if that counts. Hi, <laughs> yes yeah, so I, I already know like that 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 is a huge adjustment and it's just yeah so <laughs> no I'm not gonna get it I know I get it I get it I know <laughs> oh man so are there any things about your own upbringing granted you kind of mentioned this already but are there any things about your own upbringing that make it difficult for you in your role as a parent? Okay. So when I was raising my siblings, since I didn't have the support, watching Makaili get the support was, I unintentionally was jealous of her. Okay. Like a lot of people will not say this, but this is something we need to talk about because mm-hmm. and when, when we do get this love that we pray on, we do, we manifest and stuff. Nobody ever talks about what comes about what happens. So let's just be real. When I started to see it, I was jealous because my inner child never experienced that. My inner child never got this unconditional. It was always conditioned love. It was never unconditional. My love was always dependent on condition and it was few and far in between. So it made it hard to connect at times. It really was something that I had to hug my inner child on and I had to really address the situation and I had to it, it, it wasn't as easy to overcome. Now, I wasn't over there abusing my children for people that are listening. You know, I wasn't over there abusing her or anything. But no. I did <laughs> notice that, you know, damn, why is she like, like, okay, you, your grandma's picking you up and taking you here. Your grandma's picking you up and doing this. Your uncle's doing this. You know, all of these things were, you know, like, just like, you don't even notice that, you know, you always assume people say, oh, you're just going to be so happy because they have something that you didn't. And of course you're happy, but at the same time, it hurts, you mm-hmm. know, and I had to heal from that hurt. So that was, an, you know, something I had to deal with. Yeah, uh, that I, I agree with you about that is something that needs to be talked about um, because I've heard mothers say, you know, when my child was born, and you know the postpartum depression kicked in like I I I hate to say this now but I kind of regretted my child they said like I I regretted them and I it's not that I hated them but it's just I just wasn't connected to my child and I think that is something that mothers should get together and support each other on because they're not alone there are other mothers out there that feel that way and um it's time to start talking about that and then not only just talking about it but talking about what can we do in that you know to to overcome overcome that and 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 for people like myself 
who don't have any kids, but I can be the biggest support system that somebody has. So yes. it's like, okay, in those and situations, what do I do? You know? Right. And I'm so. a firm believer in that you do not have to have a child to understand how difficult certain situations are. You don't have to be right married to understand marriage. You don't have to, or to understand the dynamics of a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's why all these, oh, you're not in the marriage club or you're not in this club. Like, all these clubs get on my nerves. Like I think I was in <laughs> two mommy groups and I I just deleted myself out of there because it was so much bickering and so much. <laughs> Michaela, she had to pop in like. Uh-huh. <laughs> she had to see what time it is. It's not time for school yet. See, this is all a part about motherhood. Y'all, I'm telling you, in terms of Gemini, anybody in the market for a Gemini child? Um <laughs> I'm just, leave my baby alone <laughs> I'm just saying anybody in the market for work but like um there was so much petty drama in a lot of these mom groups and I think we all have to understand we come from different backgrounds and we need to be more supportive especially in a black community I will never mm-hmm. forget the most the most now I'm a very sarcastic person okay so when somebody says something to me I will play it off now there's two instances I remember distinctly and um one was this mother was learning to do the splits with her standing splits with her daughter now she wasn't very flexible but her daughter was in gymnastics Mm -hmm. and it was um and yeah she was a black woman and she was so she stood up and she tried and she had on like a onesie or something not a onesie but like the little overall outfit or whatever and people I mean, they dogged her. And in a mother group, they're like, it's a black mother's group too. And they're like, well, we can't do what the white women doing, blah, 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 blah. But she wasn't doing anything wrong. Now she was just trying to support her child and just this, all this self-hatred. This is why a lot of our mental issues in our childhood needs to be addressed. A lot of things that we were taught were just wrong. Then in another instance, I remember um, me and my daughter do a lot together. We garden, we cook together, we watch movies, we do facials, we do a lot. Now, I remember um, when my mom first got to the top of the pole, okay? And guess my daughter does pole. No, she does not strip. <laughs> but um, I remember when she first got to the top and I was so proud of her because she's terrified of heights. And when she first got up there, I took a picture. And I remember in my mom's group, this woman asked, well, are you trying to be some type of liberal or something? Because this is disgusting. Now she wasn't doing anything and she's never doing anything sexual when she posed. Like this is just her having fun and her being athletic. This is just her doing fitness, pole fitness. So um, when she said that, I started to realize like a lot of women really, really like since we're sexualized so much, we unintentionally sexualize our children because there was nothing sexual or liberal about her getting to the top of a pole. Like it was just her smiling and the joy on her face. And when you could take that and you could, you know, demonize it, then it's something wrong with us. It's not something wrong with the children. It's something wrong with us as adults that needs to be addressed. Because we even teach our children, oh, don't smile at a man. Don't do this. Don't smile. Don't don't walk a certain way. Don't do this. And all this comes from trauma. Oh, because if you're smiling, you must want something. If you're doing this, you must want something. It's always us seeking something. When we were just being ourselves, now 
we turn around and we do it to our children and we claim that we're protecting them. But I'm, I love this. My, <laughs> my, my, go. Ace, get your child. <laughs> there goes that support. <laughs> uh-huh. And that is why support is me because she just told her, why'd you go back in there? <laughs> oh, shoot. It's so funny. It happens. I'm telling you, and this is real life motherhood, like, right? Oh, I'm so hungry. I just fed you, but I'm so, if you don't get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, uh, I, I told all the moms, I'm like, look, if the kids drop in, I understand. Like, <laughs> it's just, I understand. So it's all good. Let's move into the next question. Okay. Are there some things you find difficult and wish you had more support with in your parenting role? Okay, so this is going to be real raw. Um, I do find it difficult sometimes as, you know, being a parent, like I said, having her family is great, but then you always want your family support. And we're just now, because my dad died, just now me and my sisters and I coming to a relationship, like where we talk at least twice a week or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's just different. And I wish I did have more of that support, but I wish I, we, my mothers have more support period. Like I said, we so busy judging each other. Oh, you let your child eat chicken nuggets for dinner. Or you let them do this. Or you made your child vegan, you made your child vegetarian. You made your child, whatever. Like it's always something about another person that feels their mother, their mothering better. When the truth is, there is no goddamn book and we are all just trying. I mean, there are thousands of books on how to be a parent, but no child comes when you give birth. You don't, you don't push the baby out. And then they hand you a book that came out with it. Like, here you go, ma'am. This is everything you're going to need to know. <laughs> a manual. What if everybody came with a manual? Just hold the manual when they exit. Like, oh, here you go, mommy. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we're all just doing our best. And what works for your child and your family may not work for another child and their family. And I think we need, sorry, my hair keeps slipping out. That's why I keep doing that. Um, We all need to understand that. And we all need to know, you know, we really need to stop being so quick to judge people. Like we tear each other down and it may feel good or we may feel like we're doing right, but you're never right just sitting there tearing somebody down, period. Mm -hmm. You're just not, okay? It's not right. Right. Like, it's just, you know, we need to be able to be support each other more. And I would have stayed in the mommy groups, but like, there's not a mom group that's, that's truly all inclusive. Like, no, if you're not, it's like, there's a mom group for just Christians. There are mom groups just for witches. There's a mom group for, you know, for if you're neither, there's not, there's a mom group for, you know, you have to there's no inclusion. There's no like, so, because we could all learn a lot from each other. Right. Okay. But there's no inclusion. There's no, oh, this and that. Oh no, I don't want my, I don't want Johnny playing with your kid because you're, because you're gay or you're, you're a janitor or you're this or you're a maid or you know, I don't know, you're a working mom and I believe that mom should stay home with kids. Like there's all this competition. And at the end of the day, we're all just doing the best for our children. So right. we should start there. I feel you. So you just wish pretty much that you just had more moral support from like your family. Yeah. I get that. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's hard, like you said, running my business from home, running 
you know, and then she's still doing the virtual learning thing. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's it. You know, that's something. And then just the household work every day. It's, it's, you know, like, damn, I do need more support. Like I said, we're just coming to that term with each other since mm -hmm. my father passed, since my dad passed, we all agreed that we would talk at least once a week and we would be there for each other, but it's just now there, but it's still not, you know, it's not where it needs to be, but one day maybe it will, but I do wish that that was something, you know, that I had more of. Yeah. Well, at least you guys are, uh, you already took a step in the, in the right direction with agreeing to, you know, talk to each other at least once a week. So that's like a really huge step and yeah. going from where you guys were to just simply agreeing change. once a week yes. that, yeah, that that's a, it's a huge, it's really a really big change. Yeah. So like you said, one day you will definitely get there to where you need to be. Just take it one step at a time, one day at a time, one moment at a time, literally. Right. So, yep, you'll, you'll, you'll definitely get there. So what are some ways that you try to stay connected with your child? so I, I did say we do a lot together um so we're starting our garden which I cannot wait till they finish our backyard because then we could put it in the ground but we started our garden in the cups and then we're gonna plant we pull together and we do yoga together we meditate we do our affirmations together and sometimes it's just simply as us sitting down with a facial mask and just watching Scooby-Doo because that's my favorite cartoon. It happens to be hers too. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Scooby. <laughs> yes. So just little things. You know, I know a lot of people feel like, oh, you guys have to do, you have to do something big to have these connections with our kids. No, we, we don't do anything huge. Just simply spend time together. Like I said, we pull mm -hmm. together. And children are naturally better at athletics and, and, and physical stuff. You know, they just, yep. so she's a show off. <laughs> she's a definitely show off because she'll, uh, she'll see a spin and she'll get it right away. Like, oh, okay, I just do this. And she hasn't, and they don't have fear. Now we fall, we, 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 know, we got to worry about, is that bone going to heal properly? <laughs> if they fall, it's like, oh, this is going to go back. <laughs> like, it's, oh, it's like, sure, it's going to cover this. They don't For have real. to worry about things like that. Even the fear of just, man, my muscles are going to hurt tomorrow. <laughs> like, what? This is going to hurt. I'll be sore as hell. Are they going to be my family? My friends are going to laugh at me. <laughs> I'm going to have to bathe in some Epsom salt. <laughs> like, right. Am I going to be able to make it to the bathroom? Oh, shit. Like, they don't have to worry about stuff like this. Can I drive just with my lips? man like, like does this work like this they don't have to worry about that so Oof. they're more you know willing to try stuff she definitely tells teaches me to be more fearless being um being her mother also has taught me to like i said to address certain things so she's taught me to be more hands-on with speaking about how we sexualize our children because like i said she wasn't doing anything so i had to start learning how to when i share poll videos of her i have I had to start learning to stand up for her. Not that you don't stand up for your children, but I had to start learning to tell people, like instead of just ignoring their rude comments, to address them and tell them where that comes from. So that, right. you know, whenever she goes up, she could see that, you know, I've always had her back. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel you. And then some days, I mean, I'm, I'm a, you know, me, I'm always gonna keep it real. Some days, 
one thing oh. facebook don't have it facebook and facebook owns instagram so facebook actually needs to step their game up but um on instagram you can turn off the comments so some days it's simply just turning off them comments and be like i don't want to hear it today right <laughs> like, they should oh my god just like you could turn your comments off on youtube i don't understand facebook needs to step up they shit over my y'all need a phone number facebook <laughs> okay y'all be messing up people's lives we ain't gonna get into that but y'all need a phone number y'all need personal chat assistance you you you're like yeah. a multi-billion dollar company you, you need to fix some things legit legit but i'm gonna be quiet because i am too i don't want them messing up my business page <laughs> i don't care about my personal page but i need my personal page for my business page so i'm just right and that's hey. another thing hey Shit. facebook <laughs> how you doing all right so my last um question for you on this podcast is do you have any advice tips anything like that for mothers that are out there dealing with similar uh, situations as yourself? My number one advice to you guys would be to be honest with yourselves. Like I said, when it came to Makaili and me realizing that I was jealous of her, if you ever find yourself in that predicament, be honest with yourself and know that it's okay because you're not alone. You doesn't mean you hate your child or you spite your child or you don't want the best for your child. It's just you have some unresolved issues. And after you're honest with yourself, maybe go into therapy, do whatever you need to do to heal that part of yourself because you know you have to be the you need to do that for yourself, period. You deserve mm-hmm. to heal. Don't beat yourself up because I know like in a world full of fucking Pinterest moms and I've got the antidote on how to be the best mom. Let me tell you something. They're not as happy as they make themselves see. Okay. Nobody smiles like that 20 motherfucking four seven. Okay. That is not real life. <laughs> Don't let it fool you. Don't be, you know, like, oh my God, well, because I didn't make Johnny the star necklace like like Karen did. And it doesn't look like that. And she's she's got these, like, no, okay. There's yeah. there's days that you just you're just winging it sometimes. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Don't be so hard on yourselves. And understand, you know, it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to need it. You know, it's okay to accept it. And oh, something major that I wish somebody would have told me when I was raising my siblings, because I learned this the hard way. Do not, whatever you do, do not lose yourself in your children and your spouse. Whatever you do, because I know a lot of times when I when I started polling, that's the first thing people ask me, oh, shush, oh my God, you should wait until she's grown. Now, I, I'm not saying that I don't won't be polling when um when Makaili is grown, but let's stop putting off our dreams to till our children get older. Where there's a will, there's a way, mm-hmm. and you should not be so because your children are going to grow up, they're going to leave you, and then what? Like now you have to start trying to figure out your life again. No, live your life now because if you don't, then you will start to resent them. Okay. That, that's and that's a whole different ball game you, you do not want to do that you deserve to live your life too and that concludes part three of motherhood and mental health thank you everyone for listening and please tune in to parts one two and four to get to know the rest of the ladies take care <laughs>